And then we have our guest, Baby D from Mission Pro Wrestling. Excellent. Um, how are you doing tonight? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, I can. Everything's right. working great. It's awesome. I have three daughters, um, and they touch all sorts of settings down here all the time. And uh, it, it's, if one thing gets messed up, everything gets messed up. So <laughs> I... Yeah, it I sounds funny. It's it's frustrating. We we've done uh, interviews before where like I'll get on and something just doesn't work right, and I just want to put my fist through something or other. But it's working tonight, and that's all that matters. Good. <laughs> uh, thank you for coming on the show. It's uh, greatly appreciated. You, your baby D, right? It, it, that's what I'll be calling you tonight. Uh. You're a third. I found this out. You're a third generation wrestler. Yes. <laughs> uh, you want to? Uh, so it was. Let me see. Uh, your mom and your yeah. grandfather, correct? Correct. Correct. Um, what is that? So you grew up. What, what's that like growing up around the business? Man, it's pretty cool because like, you get to see all these wrestlers. And then nowadays you get to see them and you're like, oh, my gosh, you're still wrestling. I've seen you when I was little. What? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you get to see different things. You get to be behind the – you get to see all the behind-the-scenes stuff and how things happen. And then, then all of a sudden you get to do it. And it's just awesome. I like doing it. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's, just, it's just something about it, just being around it. Like, it just makes you just go, yes. Just like <laughs> adrenaline, just yeah, pumping it right up. Did you? So what? Like, what's one of your first wrestling memories? I mean, I usually ask a lot of people that, and, uh, but I've never actually asked like a third generation wrestler what what their first wrestling memory is. My first wrestling memory really is like I remember. I remember every Sunday my grandfather having people over in like, cause we had a ring set up in the backyard and people coming over and training and then all the kids coming over and us getting in the ring while they're taking breaks. Like that's my first like legit, like remember, like memory that I can vivid, like remember how the mat smelt, the dust that was coming off the mat, like the watching them hit the ropes and like the way that like the bottom rope wasn't, tight all the time and just them watching everything like watching them just perform this stuff and practice and I just re legit remember that like vividly and then I remember on going to the sportorium which is in Dallas oh, like some people God. know about it yeah. don't and I remember going to the sportorium getting there early like before shows and running up and down the aisles and watching them set up the popcorn stands and the and like it's just it's vivid like memories of like just watching everything just come together that I can like, I see and remember, but I can't tell you like, I can't say, Oh, this is the first match right. that like hooked me. I say that, or this is the first person that hooked me. I can't say that. I just remember those memories. I remember memories of being there and the things that I would do. Yeah. Like a more of a feeling than like yeah. specifics. Uh, what was your grandfather's ring name? General Von Kessler. General Von Kessler. And, yeah, people yeah. call him 
preacher now. So Call him like what? some people know him as some people know him as preacher, but he his wrestling name was General Von Kessler. General Von Kessler. And what was your mom's? Lady Diamond. Lady Diamond. Um General Von Kessler, Lady Diamond. Sportatorium back then. Good grief. You must have yeah. uh been around some <laughs> some good talents then. I was. I re- I remember like seeing a lot of like talent like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I remember seeing him come through there. JBL, Booker T. Yeah. Um you know, I remember like Diamond Dallas Page, some wrestlers, like I can't really say, oh yeah, this person, this person. I was young, but yeah, you know, yeah. so. Um, so you, you said like you didn't have a specific memory of a match that got you hooked. You grew up around it. You you could tell from an early age uh, this was something you were, were going to do. But when was that moment where you said to yourself, well, I can do this. I can become a wrestler. So I had one. Okay, so we'll backtrack a little bit. Okay. My whole like going when I was a little kid, I was always like, I'm gonna be a wrestler. I'm gonna be a wrestler. I'm gonna be a wrestler. <laughs> nobody says like, that I was anymore. Always, like, yeah, nobody says that, right? Yeah. So I was, I'm going to be a wrestler. And I remember like um, we had moved, we had moved, and uh, my grandfather moved away and a few hours away, so he wasn't right up the street. And I had a. a a trampoline like you know the little yeah. small trampoline like just like one person trampoline yeah so i put that up against like the fence and i would wedge it up and i would i would practice like hitting it like this is how you hit the ropes this is how you do this and i remember like practicing that like i'm i and i would practice like trying to do drop kicks and stuff like on the ground and, <laughs> like it I just remember practicing little things like that and just like trying to like learn like the moves on my own i was like probably like maybe you know, nine, 10 yeah. years old at the time. Um, but, um, finally we moved back, we moved in with my grandfather and we, I had one tickets to go to the old palace and, um, and Tyler and I kept on telling my grandfather, I'm going to be a wrestler. And that was the first time that WWE was at the old palace, I believe, or maybe the second time, yeah. first time since I had been in that area. Anyway, so I remember telling my grandfather, I'm going to be a wrestler. Like, I'm going to be. I promise you, when I turn old enough, I'm going to. He was like, I know, honey. You know, he blew it off, whatever. So we were sitting there, and in front of us, there was this couple. And they're like, oh, yeah, there's this wrestling show in Marshall, Texas. And they do training and stuff. My grandfather was like, really? So then we got the information. And then, like, the following week, we're down there in Marshall. And I'm like, I told you, Papa, I'm going to wrestle. (laughs) And I got in the ring that day, and... Ever since then, it's just been like, it's just the passion, it's yeah. the love, and you know, and it was never been my dream to like succeed, like successful. When I was younger, yes, yeah, like I wanted to be like WWE superstar. I think that's everybody's dream if you're a wrestler, you know. Yeah. But as I got older, it was more of, I just want to do this because it's my passion, not because I need to do it, yeah. you know, yeah. type thing. Well, I do it because I love it, not because I need to do it. Yeah. And the passion, I can hear the passion you have for it in your voice when you're talking about it. Like it, it comes through. And uh, I like the trampoline story because I'm going through that same thing right now. Um, my three daughters are 11 and one's going to be eight very soon. So 11, eight and three. So the three year old, not so much, but the other two daughters, they watch wrestling. They're into it and they do gymnastics and stuff. So one of the daughters can do a backflip. 
And I said one day, like they watch wrestling, I said, oh, you could do a moonsault. You can do a backflip. You can do a moonsault. And then, but I can't say anything to them because then they want to do it. I was like, no, I'm just kind of, you're not really, you can't really do that. So, but they do. They, they set up tons of blankets and pillows on my living room floor, like tons. So it's nice and soft. They stand up on the couch and flip onto their stomach, flat, right, right on. Just do it. They got the trampoline. They're doing that stuff. I'm going to tell them to wedge it in the corner and practice their drop kicks. Yeah, right. So you got to wedge it up. Yeah, practice it. Yeah, the best way. It's uh, it's, uh, what you got to do. Now, where did you start training? Um, so I started training. I started training when I was about fifteen, sixteen years old in Marshall, Texas. It's known as the AC. It was known as ACW Dog Pound. Now it's known as League of Lions. And then I only trained there until I was 18 and then when I was 18 I lived in a small town and it was kind of one of those things where you just know if you don't get out you're going to be stuck right and I'm not a type of person like I I had big dreams like I wanted to be able to succeed in life and be something different than what anybody else could see me as and or what anybody else see my family as so I decided you know I'm gonna move back to DFW I'm gonna go to college I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna get away from wrestling so I stopped wrestling altogether and um, I picked wrestling back up around 2013, 2014. And I trained with Tim Brooks and finished training there. And like, so I really just say that I trained with Tim Brooks because that's where I got the most experience yeah. at. And that's where I really like found the passion that I was looking for with the whole baby D gimmick and having and knowing what my character was and what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it. Um, that's interesting that you, you like, well, obviously when I said, where do you train? That mean it was kind of silly cause you grew up in it. So you probably were always getting some sort of stuff, but you stepped away from wrestling altogether to go to college. And like you said, uh, you know, bigger dreams, dream big. Uh, and then, came back to it, found that passion again, like you had said, like you want to do this, not because you have to, because you want to, which uh, I love because I just, I just love that. You want to do things not because you have to. But um, so the baby D gimmick, what your character now is uh, for the people in chat tonight and then people on YouTube, when I push this out, uh, why don't you describe that uh, baby D? Baby D is an over the top, over-the-top person who just thinks that she is all that in a bag of chips, that she is this this beautiful soul and this she's bringing all the sexiness. She's addicted to being who she is, but in reality, like, she's this, this thick girl who just knows how to shake her ass. <laughs> like, let's do it. Like, I twerk, I dance, I'm doing the stink face, things like that. I'm just over the top and everything. And I'm just showing you that it doesn't matter. It's not about size. It's not about what you look. It's about how you feel. And that's what baby D is. And baby D is just me times 10. And I think that that's like why we're so like, I guess like why it gets over so well, because we are so like, that is me. Like my friends will tell you that. Like, if you know me as a person, you know that I'm over the top and I'm like, Mm-mm-mm. Two snaps and crap. Okay. <laughs> um, that was my next question too. I was going to ask you how true to life is Baby D and yourself. 
And uh, I get that answer a lot. It's like, I am my character just cranked up. And uh, that, I think those make the best characters, personally. But I don't really have a dog in the fight. I don't have anything to do with the business except this show, I guess. Um, you mentioned uh, in the ring, you, you, like, you did the stink face. You said mentioned that as one of your moves. What's your finisher? My finisher is the pop-up powerbomb. Oh, my favorite. That was Kevin Owens style right there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I used to do the TKO. I really like the TKO. And then I do do the spear. So, like, I kind of have, like, three finishers, depending on, like, the size of the person, what they're, you know, you know, I take into consideration everything. Yeah. (laughs) Go with the flow. Um, Speaking of the the size of your opponent, and as you said, you're you're a, a bigger wrestler, is there, do you feel like um, you need to protect uh, your size, your character, protect your size uh, when wrestling? Or um, let me see if I can phrase it differently. Like taking a bump from a smaller wrestler, like do you just take them or do you make the move look believable? Like this person could do this move to me. It is believable. And. You're, we're still protecting the fact that you're a big, powerful wrestler. I think I might have phrased that right. What do you think? Ben? No, you phrased it right. Good. No, I understand what you're saying. All right, um, great. <laughs> uh, I always take in consideration size. Like, size matters. Yeah. Obviously, like, if you're 90 pounds, you're not going to walk up to me and be able to just push me down. Like, yeah. you're going to have to work for it. And that's what all my opponents are going to have to do. They're going to have to work for it, including Maddie at Mission Pro. She's going to have to work to get me down on the ground. Excellent. That's right. And it's, uh, I, I just got this name right before the show went on air, Maddie Rinkowski. And this is a great transition because that was my next transition. You are in Mission <laughs> Pro Wrestling. The show is September 18th. Hell hath no fury. This is where I usually have a producer with me in my ear, and she'll either correct me if I'm right or wrong. And uh, I don't have her here tonight, and I feel like I'm out on an island. But it is September 18th. It is Mission Pro Wrestling. Um, can you let me know how you got involved with that, and uh, what, what are your thoughts? Like, what do you think of Thunder Rosa and Brian Rosa? Uh, Thunder and Brian are—they're one of my closest friends. I—I I literally. Literally, like, I met them a few years ago, um, and we just became, like, family. They're, like, family. So whenever Mission Pro was approached um, last year for their first show, like, I knew immediately, like, I wanted to be part of it. And then when this, you know, when they transitioned to all women and just definitely all women as far as, like, commentary goes, um, you know, referees, music, music. you know, backstage production, uh, it's all women stuff. When So whenever they transitioned to that, I wanted to make sure I was a part of it. And so I love Brian and Mel, I, or Thunder. I love them totally. They are just the sweetest people that you'll ever meet. And once you're, once you are like with them, you are with them. And it's hard to get, it's hard to break that bond. And I've known them, what, maybe three years now, four years, you know, and and it was so weird because like within that first year we came so tight in this bond that you, it's really hard to break. Yeah. And I might not talk to them every single day anymore. Like I used to, but every single day I like, sometimes I'll call them out and be like, what's up girl? What you doing? <laughs> we'll talk for like an hour or whatever, you know, and catch up. And then, you know, so I love Mel and Brian and 
Action Pro. I'm excited for them and I'm excited to see what happens and excited to see what opens the next chapter, in, including what's going to happen on September the um, 18th and how everything goes. Yeah, that's uh, we've had Thunder on here twice. We had her recently uh, talking about Mission Pro and that I mean. Them moving to all women wrestling and like every aspect, the writing, the booking, like you said, the lighting, the announcing, the refing. It's just, it's so, being as a, a father of, of three daughters, I love it. And I loved uh, the mindset. Thunder Rosa pitched that baby to me. She passionate. We talked about passion earlier. That girl's got it. And uh, nothing but the best for them. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that match. But um, So Maddie Rankowski. So I don't know much about her. Is she a smaller wrestler? She is smaller and taller. Everybody's taller than me. Yeah. Though. Like I'm like, <laughs> God, God went like this. God said, let me give you a little dose of this, a little dose of uh, attitude, a little dose of personality, a little dose of, um, of snappiness. Okay. And then a little dose of height because I only need you to be this tall because you are a spitfire, <laughs> you yeah. know? And so <laughs> That's, I mean, that's the best way. So everybody's taller than me. So, yeah. you know, that's no, unless you're just a dwarf, you're just taller than me. And, um, so obviously she has a height advantage on me, but I do have a size advantage as, as normal. Yeah. I always do. Um, I want to say she probably weighs about once. I'm going to say 150, maybe 150. <laughs> probably less than that. But she's probably about five six, maybe. I'm five one. Mm, that'd be a good match, though. And she could be a good match, you know. Like I, I don't see her picking me up. I don't see that happening. But we'll see what happens. She'll probably try and fail. Unfortunately, Vanessa yeah. says it's not size; it's power. That happens. People do fail when they try to pick you up. <laughs> Um, have you, have you guys over at Mission Pro, I know they have those, um, the custom matches. That's what me and, uh, Thunder Rosa were talking about last time. And I know people could, uh, basically book their own match to some extent, you know, with some guidelines. Um, have you guys done any of those yet? Um, yes, they actually were working on them last weekend. I was supposed to be in this, uh, shoot. But I had a really bad stomach virus yeah. that um, took me down, and I was unable to um, able unable to attend. I was literally throwing up for like three days straight, yeah. so there was no way. And um, be on the safe side in today's day and age, you know. Yeah, thank God it was not. I was yep. COVID tested; it was yep. negative. So thank God for that. But yep. um, still, like you know, I w just had to cancel, and Thunder understood, and so. You know, but yeah, they were, they did just start doing the custom and, um, I'm sure that those extra tapings will be up for you to purchase and, and I'm sure that they're going to do more customs in the future and get that all set up. That'd be interesting. Um, speaking of, of Panda, you know, you got tested and, and you didn't have COVID thing, thank goodness. But during this pandemic, especially early on when it, when it started, like in March, Independent wrestling was hurting. It was tough. You guys couldn't do anything. You could, there were nothing going on then. Nothing ever. Um, something 
I always like to ask is, uh, have you learned any new traits or picked up any hobbies during this pandemic time that you could use in the ring or out of the ring? That's a good question. No, actually, because, you know, um, so it's weird that people ask that question because in uh, March, okay, so back in January, I found out that I was going to have to take some time off. Uh So April, the first of April was going to be my last match. Okay. Until August, anyways. So I had already planned on taking time off. So COVID just kind of made it where everybody took time off. So I didn't feel that bad. But you didn't get that last match, though, did you? Yeah. But uh, I mean, you know, I got the match coming back. So yeah, let's... there you go. Oh, sorry, my phone was going off. Yeah, there you go. Somebody, That's was, okay. somebody was calling me. Sorry. How dare they? So, uh, yeah, how dare they? Um, so, anyways, they, um, you know, so I just continued to do what I was already planning on doing, which was uh, take care of what I needed to do um, personally. And then I just continued to work. So, I just put myself into work, which okay. I'm a, I work for a dermatologist. So that's what I did. There you go. Good. Yeah. <laughs> stay focused on something. Stay sane. I, yeah. I know I'm trying to stay sane over here. It's doesn't work <laughs> that often. Um, do you keep up with today's product? With WWE and SmackDown, and, NXT, yeah, AEW. All that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Of, there's a lot of wrestling going on, and it's it's all slowly coming back. NWA is going to be back here soon. Ring of Honor just announced their peer tournament. Uh, MLW is going to be coming back. Could you see yourself in any one of those promotions? I'm, you know, I'm not one of those to just. No, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. No. You know, unless like just something like, like unless somebody just called me up and was like, "Hey, you're great. We want to do this," um, then maybe. But I don't think. I I personally can't see myself. That's not something that I wanted to want to do. Right. You know. I, well, it goes back to what I'm, you said earlier. I'm, you wanted to have uh, the passion. Like, if you don't have the passion to go to one of these others, then you're not going to do it. And that's just who you are. Yeah, and I'm that type of person where, like, I'm looking at the long-term, long-term, what's going to happen long-term? So, like, if they came to me and they said, I will sign you a agreement for X amount of dollars for a year, well, okay, is that X amount of dollars more than what I make now? What's going to happen after I leave my job currently? What happens after after that year, you know, so there's things that I would think about like that. And I'm a, I'm a long-term thinker and I want to think ahead. Not sure. Sh- I'm not a short-term like, Hey, let's jump into this yeah. because I have, I'm 31 about to be 32. And I'm ultimately like, I need a plan for my future, not plan for a, a temporary solution. Yeah. A quick fix. I get you. I get you. We have a question in the chat that asks what, what was it like tagging with ODB? Oh my gosh, I loved ODB and tagging at RCW. Oh, that was so much fun. I remember, like, <laughs> I remember I had to control. I had to control my fans. Like, I had to control the. Okay, um, so I remember, like, you know, I'm going out there and I'm just like doing this and stuff like that. And she was like, 
oh my gosh, she gets in the ring and she goes, you're really good. And I said, and she was like, the fans love you. And she was like, here, drink this beer. And I'm just like, I don't drink beer, but you're going to drink beer because it's ODB. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing whatever. Yes. It was so much fun and after the match, her saying like, you know, all the cool things that she had to say as far as like, you really do this great. You really do this. You should work on this. It was very interesting and having that insight and being able to just spend the time to get to know her as a person in the backstage for a little while was awesome. Yeah. We'd love to do it again. She seems like that seems like a good tag team pairing too. You guys both seem uh, over the top and uh, a spitfire. Good Lord. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, you, you, you had already said you, you look ahead. Uh, you don't make the short-term goals. Uh, we all kind of want, or I guess the, the saying is, you know, when's 2020 getting over with? Uh, but what, what's Baby D's goals uh, for 2021? Wrestling-wise, I guess. You know... If you would have asked me that about five, six months ago before the pandemic, I would say to continue to wrestle as much as I could and to be able to travel outside of the world again, uh, outside the United States and um, do more, um, you know, maybe another year, uh, go into London again or, um, you know, try try Canada or something like that. Um, But really and truthfully, I think the goal for baby D right now is to um, help the younger, the younger girls that are coming up, get a little more experience in the ring and kind of, um, I mean, I'm not, I'm by far not the greatest wrestler just saying that, but I really do want to help the girls that are coming up in the business and uh, teach them like more character than to actually always kind of go boom, 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 boom with matches. And, um, I think that's my goal right now and not necessarily to um, wrestle all over the, all over like I was like, you know, last year, the last couple of years I spent, I spent a lot of time on the road between work and then uh, wrestling. Like I was on the road, you know, a lot. And um, I got to see a lot of people. I got to see a lot of cool places, but that's not my passion. That's not my goal right now. My goal right now is to, to the people that are coming up in the DFW area, the people that are coming up in the Austin area and San Antonio area is to give them, to give them better matches, to be able to teach them different things. They don't necessarily learn in training, or maybe they're not getting to work things like that's my goal. That's not, you know, I don't have any other goal as far as wrestling. And when I think long-term, I think how many years am I going to do this? Because in reality, like, you know, the six months that I was off, it kind of felt good not to be aching. <laughs> I bet. I bet. But, you know, what, passing that, your knowledge down, how, you know, the, the, the younger wrestlers coming up can can work on their craft, work on their character, because uh, your character is over the top and it's strong. You, you can pass that down. That is just as valuable. And yeah. you, you know, you could be in a, in a wrestling school, multiple wrestling schools. People can bring in, uh, you're very well-spoken. I could hear you as like, even, uh, 
a color commentator on a, on a wrestling program, almost like a heel color commentator. I don't know why I get that vibe. I just do. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because to be honest with you, I've tried commentating yeah. before. I just want to say all the bad stuff that happened. Right? Yeah. See, so you should, you could be a great heel. Just be one of those uh, honest heels. The truthful, the truthful commentator. Well, that was a terrible arm drag. Oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. What what was I gonna go next? Oh yeah. So um, before we get to the, no, oh, I just hit hit my microphone. Uh, before we get to the end of the show, where I I give you a mic, you can put over whatever you want. Um, do you have any any uh words for your opponent on September eighteenth? For Mission Pro Wrestling. Oh, Maddie. She says that she's going to give me a dose of reality. But let me go ahead and give her a dose of reality. I'm almost 300 pounds, Maddie. I don't think that my big toe is going to be able to budge with you, okay? So let me just go ahead and put you like this, Maddie. After I squash you and spear you all the way through the ring, that's all that's going to need to be done. And one, two, three, within three minutes, given. Nah, you know what? I'll give you five. That's just me pushing you around a little bit. Enjoy. There you go. Excellent. Um, well, Baby D, what I'd like to do at the end of, of every show, whenever we have someone on, is uh, I'm going to give you a microphone. Uh, and you can put over whatever you want. You can let us know anything you want. You can bury anyone you want. You could you can say anything, and I will not interrupt. The floor is yours. Oh my god! Really? I don't I don't know what to say. This is weird. I I kind of like it though. I for the first time I yeah. don't have much to say. You can say um, anything. No. You can say anything. Anything huh? you want. No, actually, actually, guys, hell has no theory. Uh, September the 18th, Buddha, Texas, Mission Pro Wrestling. It's going to be also on Title Max. That's where that's where you got to be. You need to watch it. If you're not going to be able to be at the show, you got to watch the show. And that most importantly, you know, um, make sure you subscribe to Title Max. So you can watch the show if you're not going to be able to be there. The uh, Maddie, by no means, um, you know, she's a great performer and I'm looking forward to actually having a one on one with her. So the joke before, you know, I'm just just messing with you, yeah. Maddie, um, pull, pulling your hand a little bit. Um, let's just have fun. Enjoy. Enjoy being in front of a crowd. Enjoy being in front of people who care and people that want to see this and, per and performing for a promotion that really wants to push females. And then, you know, um, check out like. You know, and if you don't know me, get to know me because I am pretty awesome, I think. And if you don't, you know, that's great. not me being, <laughs> you know. Um, so I have tons of matches on uh, YouTube. Um, you know, follow me on Facebook, Stacey Carpenter, Baby D, the like page, um, Baby D 2017, uh, Instagram and Twitter. Um, and if you have a TikTok, I love TikTok. So shoot me your, um, you know your username i will go and follow you and like all your videos as well um that's really all i got man like yeah. you know just go check out some matches if you don't know me don't knock me by what you just see on a picture 
That's the most important part because so many people, you see somebody my size, you see somebody the way I look and I joke around about being 300 pounds. I'm not 300 pounds, guys, okay? I'm joking around with you. I'm pulling your leg. I'm nowhere near 300 pounds, just so you're aware. Um, And I can move like a freaking, I can move like some of these 150 pound people. So don't don't knock me. Um, Don't ever judge a book by a cover because you're judging a person, but you don't know that person. And when you go and you look at a match and you go and you see that match and then you realize that this person can actually entertain you, then your thoughts have changed. And if you go and you watch one of my matches and you don't like me, totally fine it's cool it's okay but i have tons of matches i've got to work with great people i've got to work with mia yim uh mia yim before i've been able to work victoria with victoria and Taya in a tag match odb as mentioned earlier and thunder rosa of course um delilah doom some of the great some of the really good wrestlers around and i think that if you can go to youtube and you can watch some of those matches and see me that you're going to actually fall in love with me just as much as everybody else has yeah. and that's really all i have to say Awesome. Yeah, I watched that Thunder Rosa match. It's a hell of a match. Um, but uh, someone in the chat wants to know if you have any merch. I do have merchandise. Uh, message me. I do have uh, t-shirts. I have Baby D is your Baby D is my superhero. Um, I have Everybody Loves a Thick Girl. <laughs> um, I have a couple um, kids a kids shirt like Be Powerful, Be Be You type shirts. Um, so and then I have um everybody's addicted to being sexy or I'm a I'm addicted to being sexy. You can uh so just um excellent you know message me and yeah. I can get those and I've I've eight by tens. I don't have a merch website, but just yeah. shoot me a message and I'll get you whatever you need. Awesome. Awesome. Well it's been a pleasure to have you on tonight. I think you're great. And uh, I look forward to your match with Maddie, September eighteenth, Mission Pro Wrestling. Um Thanks for coming in tonight. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Anytime. Have yourself a wonderful night. You too. Bye. Awesome.